Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. Hi, I'm Belinda Janneke and today in the studio I've got Keegan Rafferty with me. Hi Keegan. Hi, good morning Belinda. How are you? Always good and you? Good, thanks. That's good. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm really interested in knowing about your career. You're currently a physiotherapist, but where did this all start for you? Yes, thanks for having me. It's a privilege to be here and chat to you this morning. Um, it all started actually here where we're sitting, well, not exactly here, but at, on campus at the University of the Free State. And um, I always had a, a passion at, at school with sport and attended a physio quite often. So when it came to deciding what to do one day, um, obviously us guys always tend towards the cricket field or the rugby field, whatever the case is, but the degree was always important. So I, I believe the two would line up and uh, fortunately got accepted and I guess the rest is history. So after your studies then with uh, physio, what happened then? Well, that's quite an interesting story. Like I said, uh, cricket platformed a big part of my, my high school career, obviously with in, 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 at, at school, and a lot of dreams and, and future plans involved cricket at that stage, and cricket played an, a, a great tool in my career in terms of getting me into university, I believe, and with bursaries and just playing a lot of sport and, and all the rest, but it, it did pose a bit of a challenge in terms of what, did, what you know, it wasn't quite simple to know what to do. Mm for a career. Um, and like I said, I was fortunate enough to apply and, and get into physiotherapy and then had to sort of try and balance the two in terms of deciding which way I wanted to go. And I must admit, in the beginning, neglected a lot of the physio and just in terms of just trying to get through a degree and have something in the back of my pack. But as it developed, um, and as we got more exposed to the field, which I wasn't so aware of in the field in terms of the medic medical um, hospital work and all those sort of things, it, it really started opening up my mind and linking to my interests and I really started feeling more attracted to the field and to the profession if that makes sense and uh, like I said it all just eventually balanced out. And of course the bursary was connected to obviously the study so it's not as if you just are only here for the cricket you you had to perform there as well but you had to perform in class as well. Yes correct I mean the the one stipulation of of the bursary I was under for instance was that I wasn't able to fail if I had to fail it will be oh. null and void which was a great motivator as no well. Pressure. No, yeah. no pressure. <laughs> and obviously if I didn't play cricket I would probably also be in a bit of a difficult situation so they had no decision which was actually a good thing um, it put me in a place where I knew I had to make it work and it gets you right out of your comfort zone and it teaches you a lot of good life lessons and like I said the, the priorities of of knowing where you want to be at the end of the day I think I think helps a lot. So did you have like a mentor or a coach or somebody that really made you start to understand that you need to balance these two things or was there maybe some services that you wish you had while you were a student to help you to get to to that balance? Yeah, I, I sort of lost a, quite a lot of mentorship in terms of the cricket sporting aspect at school, which which was a brilliant setup. It all worked out nicely. You had school until the morning, and then cricket was in the afternoon. Mm. It all all worked out. But what what was my saving grace, and and the brilliant part about it all was was the the physiotherapy department at the university. From the beginning, they tried their best to accommodate you know being away on cricket tour and being able to write third opportunity tests and all the rest of the things and I'd like to believe I've met them halfway with with at least my results mm. um, but they were brilliant and um, 
there was a bit of pressure, obviously, that because it's a team sport, you can't necessarily develop one, you know, favoritism in terms of a team sport. So that was yeah. more the difficult part. But I, I must say, I'm I'm still grateful for for a lot of the lecturers and the the head of department um, at the physiotherapy department. They went out their way to bend over backwards and and make it possible. Yeah. And, and I like what you say that you also had to meet them halfway. So you also had to still perform. It doesn't mean because they gave you that leniency that you can just now mess it up and just blame cricket for it. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's my career at the end of the day. They they to pretty much do a job and prepare us for the world. But at the end of the day, it was my career and my profession that I had to set myself up for. So You also mentioned something else earlier on when you mentioned your work experience, the more you gain these clinical hours as part of your practical experience for physiotherapy, then only you started to realize, I actually have a passion for physiotherapy. Yeah, explain that to us. Yes, definitely. Um, like I said, I was quite naive with the whole profession when I started. And as we got more exposed to the, the, the depth of the profession, um, I really found a keen interest in, in learning more and I realized that it wasn't just lying on a physio plinth and having a, a needle get stuck into your back muscle yeah. or whatever whatever the instant was. There was so much more in terms of the hospital and the scope literally varied from seeing a little kid in the neonatal ICU all the way to, to someone on their in the old age home trying to do some exercises. So just in being you know, understanding that there was a multidisciplinary outlook on the whole medical field and we had a specific role to play within that really sort of opened up my mind, I guess. And then, so the passion really decided to, to, to grow. And so you definitely, now even, you are working in practice, but you are also working in hospitals and that's still the part that you also enjoy, the hospitals. Yes, well, I, I enjoy the balance of it all, to be honest okay. with you. Um, I did spend quite a lot of time just in a sports practice, like which I always thought my, my passion was, and it still is largely today. But at the moment, I'm, I'm a jack of all trades and, and we try and actually see as the wide scope as possible within our fields and which offers a lot of variety to what you do. And uh, I guess you find sort of niches where you prefer to work and what you find that you're better at. But that, that is a nice part of the, the profession. It's not a very mundane in terms of seeing the same kind of work day in and day out. It does give you a lot of variety in terms of what you see and what you do. So you didn't only do your physio degree. Um, in 2020, you finished your master's degree, right? That's correct. Um, that is correct. So Was that needed? At the time, um, I, I felt it was needed, perhaps not necessarily at the moment for my profession, but to, to establish my passion, I think in terms of physiotherapy and just to know exactly what I was interested in. At the time, I was employed as the cricket team's um, physiotherapist, funny enough, and saw a great opportunity to, to do further research in what was always my, what is still today, still my, my real passion. And I think, you know, giving you something constructive to contribute in that field just was really fun, actually, to read up and write up. And, and I mean, to, to further your studies was always a blessing. So, mm. um, yeah, it's a great opportunity, hard work. I think we all know, but um, really happy that, that it was done. And so what is your next career goal? <laughs> Um, I, I think being in the private setup now for a while, I think eventually your, well, my goal then will be to either play a role or have my own practice or to be part of, of probably the current practice I'm working with and, um, you know, sort of meet the profession and the business side both ways and, and 
have a say of how you would like the private practice to develop. Like I said, there's so many different opportunities and, and, and varieties in the scope that we can almost decide how to grow um, the practice in terms of is it an outpatient practice or develop more of the hospital work and all the rest. So I think that will probably eventually be how I see myself hopefully growing. And then how do you stay up to date and relevant? I mean, your master's degree was one way of you know, really focusing in on a niche area. But how do you now as a physiotherapist, I mean, you are seeing um, clients or patients from eight to five, probably sometimes even over weekends, of course. But how do you fit in upskilling and reskilling yourself? And what is the latest technology in physiotherapy? Um, or maybe, you know, enhancing the, the treatment that you're giving your patients? How do you do that? So when you qualify as a physiotherapy, we are um, associated to certain councils, um, obviously the Health Professions Council of South Africa, which determines a lot of the rules and boundaries of how to be a physiotherapist, which is which is brilliant, and also our um, South African Physio Society. And between the two, they, they do require you to do a certain amount of CPD points, which yeah. is a continuous professional development um, outlook. And there's so many ways of doing that. There's a lot of sort of courses that that a lot of other physios and presenters present around the, the country. Um, and that can enhance your skills in a certain area. Um, things like a dry needling course or uh, an ICU specific course where they sort of upskill you and educate you in that sort of field. And per course, they give you a certain amount of points and you need a certain amount of points per year or every two years as it goes. There are also a lot of online courses, so the it's really available to you. It's just that extra little bit of time, I guess, in the day that you have to mm. um, put out to to keep upskilling yourself. Um, it's, it definitely is a profession, like I think most are. It's continually developing with technology, especially with new research happening. So one can't fall behind too far. Um, everyone yeah. has to stay up to up to date with the tricks. And um, like I said, that's that's actually a great way to do it. Um, just to sign up for a couple of courses and do a few online chats and 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 stay informed with what's going on. Yeah, so even being in Bloemfontein, you you still have that opportunity. So whether it's going to be online, but I know that there are also quite a lot of courses being presented in Bloemfontein by doctors or by other physiotherapists, right? Yes, definitely. And there's some great platforms that they advertise the courses on. Um, they advertise it through our societies. Oftentimes the society, or I think most of the times, the society is actually involved in presenting them or organizing the presenters, which are actually quite available, um, mostly even on campus and, and in around Bloemfontein. They actually present it over weekends and online. So it is quite available to attend. And then network. Um, I'm just now thinking immediately, especially with uh, over weekends and having to stand in for another physiotherapist as a locum, as they usually call it. Um, how did you manage to build up a, a network like that? Or was it important for you to build up something like that? Definitely. Um, and I think especially when you're starting off, a lot of the young physios, we, we're all too happy to stand in and locum over a weekend and, you know, get the extra buck and, and get a bit more of experience and all the things. Um, and I mean, that's, it opened up big doors a couple of years ago when, when you say yes to helping out a certain practice in, over a weekend and and so it develops and you get a feel for how certain practices do certain certain things and and you sometimes learn about what how different physios would speak about certain techniques and how they address certain patients so i think especially early on it's it's a great way to to open up the network to be known and actually to learn i think as well okay keegan so now i mean we have now a little bit of background of how did you get into physiotherapy but 
What makes you good at your job? Well, thank you. That's taking that I'm good at my job. I think you you don't. Sometimes you don't feel that way, but um, I think I think personality probably plays a massive role. Um, the nature of physio is a, a very big service base, going out of your way to do a lot of put a lot of effort in in terms of helping someone. So I think a personality can definitely facilitate a lot of those small little niche things, helping someone put their shoe on before going for a walk phoning someone to check how their run was over the weekend and how how, how the pain was. So I think really being uh, sort of a carer and having the personality of trying to help someone um, helps you go a little bit further. So that's that's one thing I think has to align up with the, with the profession. Otherwise, it might be a long task, you know, having mm-hmm. to physically help someone who's, who's in need of help. Um, and then I think work ethic is a is a big one. I think with in the in the medical field, um, sometimes unrelenting people. As soon as people need you to help them with something, I think there are times where you can't necessarily say no or, or, or you know be unavailable. Um, so I think that that work ethic aspect plays a big role as well. And then I think also just enjoying sort of a physical job, um, which I do. I, I like I said, I, I always knew that I wasn't too keen on sitting behind a, a you know a desk one day and um thank goodness there's a whole lot of different personalities and people around but um I knew I was I was keen to spend a lot of time with my feet in the day and use my hands and and that is just aligned once again with my personality which I think has hopefully maybe a little bit better at what I do if somebody else is now listening who would like to have a similar career um what is the best way for them then to prepare themselves for this it's actually a good question, um, seeing what, how I got into the profession, actually knowing a very limited part of the career. Um, I think a great way to start will actually be to, to expand their vision over the entire medical health science um, professional range, if I can call it that way, or, or professions. Um, the multidisciplinary team evolves from doctors, from physios, from occupational therapists, from dietitians to to pharmacists and I think um, one doesn't have to believe that it's just a doctor and a nurse or, or whatever the case is. So there's there's so many different fields that people can explore which might suit your, suit your personality and, and what how you want to work one day a bit better. So I think firstly get a good base of, of understanding what each does and if physiotherapy still attracts you then spend some time maybe speak to different, different physiotherapists making the effort to maybe see a hospital setting um, all those sort of things. I think just exposure to the to the, the whole health science field and then specifically to physio will help you. But Keegan, no job is just good. What are the hard or mundane parts of your work? Most days are pretty good. Um, but like you said, there, there are a lot of times where you wake up and, and don't really feel too motivated to work, which I think is the nature of all work. Um, I think there are a few things that add up sometimes. Um, you do is a very physical job. I mean, your your hands and lower back can sometimes get quite sore after a long day of work, and mm. and the chances of resting in in the sort of health sciences field doesn't always come along too soon. With hospital work, one works a lot of weekends, which is Saturday and Sunday. Um, I mean, public holidays and even Christmas Day are to work last last year. So. Mm. Um, the rest of the, the usual business hours sometimes aren't quite relevant to, to how it goes in a, in a hospital or a practice setup. Um, 
with, with the sports teams, oftentimes physios are traveling around the countries and, and sports games are mostly on weekends these days as well. So oftentimes you find yourself working during times and funny hours, um, which could be fun, but I think sometimes when, when there are large holidays and vacations and family gatherings, you are often the one that has to have the work commitments um, sort of prioritized. And you, yeah, so there would have to be a lot of sacrifices sometimes, but of course your passion is what drives you to keep going. Yes, of course. Like I said, um, there's been a a couple of cases where you just see a patient who's been admitted and you've walked a long road with them and they finally go home and they're so thankful for all the help and you've played your specific role in helping that patient say walk or say get stronger. And um, that's that's quite a special relationship to build up. Yeah, that's very inspiring as well. Keegan, it is time for our fire questions. Are you ready? Yes, let's get them. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Remote or on-site? On-site. Every morning I? Make a very strong cup of coffee. <laughs> My favorite word is? Productive. Nice. Thank you so much for being here with us today in the studio. I really appreciate your time and all of the best also being a physio and doing all the amazing work that you are doing. Um, And yeah, take care. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. It's been great to chat to you guys and yeah, carry on doing the good work you guys are doing. That's it for now. Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success.